and be open to the promptings of the Holy Spirit as he drops his word in your heart. And that word that comes to you is what blesses you. Okay? Very powerful. That word energizes you. That is what sustains God's glory upon your life. And above all, that is the same word that brings in the light you need. The entrance of his word brings light. Brings light into the chambers of your soul. So that you can make decisions that is not only rational, but decisions that has capacity to, you know, have essence in eternity. Okay? Very, very important. He says, Behold, I send my messenger to prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. Has he come? Has he come? Yes. Good. He's called the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. This is the new and everlasting covenant. Covenant in what? Covenant in his blood, right? Covenant in what? Yes. Behold, he's coming, says the Lord of hosts. The God of armies. When you hear the Lord of hosts, it means the Lord of what armies. God is speaking from a perspective of him being a warrior, a fighter. And he's not fighting for himself. He's fighting for you. So God is on your side. Shout to big amen. Amen. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can endure? Who can withstand this God that is making himself manifest in the temple? Who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's word fire. Mm. John mentioned it also. He said, I baptize you to ordinary water for repentance. But there's someone mightier than I who is coming. I'm not even worthy to untie his sanders. When he comes, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and what? Fire. fire. Somebody was asking the question, Father, what is the difference between the Holy Spirit and the fire? Any idea? And he was thinking, asking, the Holy Spirit and fire is the same thing. So why with the Holy Spirit and with fire? Okay. You can receive the Holy Spirit, yes. But there's a dimension of the Holy Spirit that manifests itself as the burning flame. At baptism, you receive the Holy Spirit. At confirmation, you receive the fire. But because sometimes it can become so sacramentalized that we don't really prepare ourselves for the burning flame. So it is hidden somehow. And then it is the charismatics who came in with the charismatic spirit to do what they call the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which means the fullness of the fire. And then the fire dimension is the dimension that brings you to a point where you've crossed the boundary, a point of no return. You've been so purified. You are now walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. At that level, you have become what they call the sold-out person. You have lost self-ownership. There is nothing about you that matters anymore. It's all about him. You see, most of the mystics and great saints were like that. They were sold-out saints. And that's why heroic and very powerful ministrations took place in their lives. You see. So he said, who can withstand the day of his coming? When he comes, he will come like a refiner's fire. When you receive that fire, it will purify you, first of all, from sin, from darkness, and from death. To kill the seed 
of sin in your heart. Craving for sin will not make sense to you again. Know that there will be no temptation. You will still have temptations. It will still come plunging around your heart. But there's this, you know, you know, how I call it, attachment we have for sin that makes us to see life in sin. When this fire comes, it destroys that dimension of that in your life. You see, your passion will not be for the things of this world much anymore. Yes, your passion will be for God. You know, like the deer that runs for what? That goes for running stream. So my soul longs for you, oh Lord my God. Everybody was operating in this dimension. You see, he was operating in that dimension. His desire was no longer just belly things. His desire was for God. They say, they call him the man after the heart of God. So that's what the fire does to you. First, it will cleanse you from inordinate attachment, inordinate appetites, cravings, urges, and all forms of lower life tendencies. That's the first. The second, to deal with the infrastructures of darkness that rules the world. Fear. Ignorance, unbelief, and what? Doubt. You deal with this because these are the four strongest, you know, arsenals of the enemy in the heart of man that makes him to remain perpetually a victim in the affairs of life. To deal with your doubts. You may say, I don't doubt because you go to church, but that's not what we call doubt. Doubt is not having absolute confidence in God, believing there are other alternatives. He will deal with your unbelief. He will deal with your ignorance. You see, the fourth minister of the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the first four, will start dealing with you by bringing wisdom, knowledge, counsel you, and give you understanding that nobody on earth can give you. Only God can give that. Okay? You deal with your fear. All the fears will go. There's a boldness that will come into your life. All the fears will go. Fear of sickness, fear of accident, fear of witchcraft, fear of demons, fear of dad, you know, fear of lizard. Fear of cockroach. Fear of flies. Fear of war gecko. Fear of owl. She looks at you like this and says, Turn his eyes, fire. Oh, not owl. Some will see cat on the fence. Look at them like this. They say they have come. I saw it yesterday. I saw it today. Dear. Hey, God forbid. <laughs> And when it comes, it will look at me like this. Oh, those things are... Ah, no, 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 no. The Holy Spirit will burn those things off. You have boldness. God created to give you dominion. The first psalm of today. I don't know why you listen to it. They will be for wisdom. When we're chanting it. Eh? You look at that, the first three verses of that uh, diviary. Go and read it and see what the Bible says. There. God gave you dominion. Yes. You are a carrier of his glory. You are his authority on earth. Only a slave to all those things. So the Holy Spirit will burn the darkness of the devil. All the confusion of the devil. The last, the last one he will deal with is what? Mortality. Death. Everything not working out well. Everything is just uh, epileptic. Everything about your life is epileptic. Your finances, epileptic. Your health, epileptic. Your church coming, epileptic. In your office, epileptic. Your promotion, epileptic. Everything about you, complain everywhere. No beauty, no excellence. He will deal with that. Then when you have finished this dimension, then he will set you on fire with immortality. The deity level will not enter your life. That's
that's what he does. He said, who can withstand when he comes? Because when he's going to do this, it is going to be very brutal. You will lose a lot of things. But at the same time, too, you're going to gain a lot of things. Yes. Allow yourself to pass through it. When he's making that demand of you, he'll begin to deal with you gradually, gradually. After he has finished this, then the next level is what? The level of value. You know, when you refine, when you buy crude oil, you know, it's, it's very cheap. But when you refine it out of it, you come petrol, diesel, kerosene, quarter, many things. The value increases, right? You make more money. You see? So when you are purified by the Holy Spirit, he adds value to your life. The eyes of God will be on you more because now you have become a treasure, an eternal treasure. He will preserve you as he preserves all the apple of his eyes. When you reach this level, you don't pray for protection anymore. You don't ask God, I'm going now, please go with me. He's with you, two for seven. You will know it. You will know it. Oh, some say, because I didn't pray yesterday night. I went to bed. Something happened to me. I must pray today. If I don't pray, my night will not be good. Oh, sorry. You are still somewhere. Wake up. When this fire deals with you and bring you to this realm, you can go to bed and nothing will happen to you. Because you have got what? A living flame. The Bible says the spirit of man eh, is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man. In other words, as a candle, he comes and lights you up. The entrance of his world does what? Brings light. So each time his world comes, he lights you. You become a burning flame. That means you become a carrier of the living flame of God. Bring fly here. Let us see what will happen. Right? Is the candle aware? Eh? Something has gone. Something has gone. Let's see. So you see that when you, when you become, the, become a host of this fire we're talking about, forces will be complaining about you. You don't even know what is happening. The people of Israel, they didn't even know that by, that by night they were a pillar of fire. As he was dealing with the, 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 the Egyptians, they didn't know. They all were just singing our songs. So, child of God, yield yourself to the Lord. Let him refine you. Increase your value. Check yourself each day. Am I carrying the fire today? Is the living flame burning in my spirit right now? Because it must be burning. Forget all this religiosity without spirituality. Forget it. It's not about prayer, 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 jumping from pillar to post. Sometimes when you pray, 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 check yourself. Is my prayer doing something to me? Is it lighting me up? Is my life burning well? Is the oil there to sustain the fire? Because without fire, without light, that's how you see. You don't see with the physical eyes in our journey of faith. We close our eyes and we expect that light to show us the path. The entrance of your brings light. Your word is a lamp unto my step and a light, what? Unto my path. We see with the eye of the world. We don't see with the physical eyes. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. We walk by faith. Praise the Lord. We walk by faith. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by what? The word of God. So when the word of God hits your spirit, it changes to faith. That faith becomes what you are working with. becomes the energy you operate with. What is faith? Hebrew 11 says, faith is a substance. It's a substance. It's not just under I believe. It's a substance in your spirit. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not yet seen. Because in that realm you have seen it. But if you open your eyes, you have not seen it. But it's so real to you. That's the beauty of this. Many Christians suffer because they have not allowed themselves to pass through the refiner's fire. 
they have not allowed themselves to be washed by the fuller akalai. Jesus said, if I don't wash you, Peter, I have nothing in common with you. Peter now said, Master, not only my head, eh? not only my leg, but my head and my, my, my tummy. Jesus said, no. He who is clean doesn't need to be washed again. Uh, he said, which time do you wash me? He said, but you have been washed by the words I have spoken to you. So even as you listen to the word of God, you are cleansed, you are washed. This is Christmas. We are celebrating the gift of God who comes as a child, as a lamb, but also as what? As a refiner's fire. His coming should change your status. His coming should change your value. What did I say? The first one? His coming. Number two? Good. So allow him to refine you, to deal with you, to deal with you. Then finally, people of God, be nice to somebody. I said it on the on a, on a Christmas party, right? Be nice to somebody. If God has positioned you to bless somebody this Christmas, do that. That's your place of apostolate, your office, that place where you're working. Do something. I would just like to say that. Do something. What you can do to put a smile on somebody extraordinarily. Do that. No matter how small it is. Okay? Very important. God is watching. We can't keep quiet. The devil is crushing people and we are the one to bring joy to them. The joy of the Lord. No matter how small it is, do something. Give a man who has a family some hope. Give a woman who has some children some hope. Give some people who are hopeless, who are single. They, they have looked right and left and there's no hope. Please, don't do something. You may think that he's too small. But when that small reaches their hand, you'll be shocked the amount of gratitude that will come out of their heart. Do something in that regard. Allow the Lord to use you. Allow the Lord to use you. No, no small measure. Sure, when you go back home, you may be too late, but go back home. Check yourself and see what you can do. No matter what. All right? And God will bless us. I hope that he just through Christ our Lord.